0: Robert Frank, Swiss, unobtrusive, nice. He sucked a sad poem right out of America on the film, taking rank among the tragic poets of the world. To Robert Frank, I now give this message. You got
1: eyes. This is the introduction to photographer Robert Frank's magnum opus, The Americans, written by Jack Kerouac. In the mid-50s, Frank road tripped across America documenting life under McCarthyism. His work was compiled into a book called The Americans. Frank died on September 9th, 2019, but his work remains one of the most
2: important photography books of the 20th century. This is the time in which Life magazine is the photo paradigm in the U.S. for many people and for many countries, especially in Latin America, for example. These beautiful photo spreads in the magazine of an optimistic world, specifically an optimistic country, which is the U.S. So. Robert Fran hated the aesthetic of life because he said, I hate these good stories, these stories that make you feel good. And he felt that that didn't represent the U.S. So I think the dark belly, the underbelly of the country, is what he captured in a very um, straightforward way. That's Eliana Sepero Amador,
1: an assistant professor of visual studies and art history at the New School. The message was
2: anguish. The message was inequality, social and racial inequality. The message was somber.
1: The sobriety is heightened by the fact that all of the pictures are in black and white and often reflected
2: the racial tensions of the time. One of my favorite pictures from the book is a black nanny carrying a white baby. And it's it's very poignant because of the social message that it's conveying. The picture, again, aesthetically, is very good because it's in black and white. I mean, the whole book is in black and white, and you have this contrast of the white skin of the baby with the black skin of the nanny, and she's carrying him, and you can see the the connection between them, but at the same time the disconnection, and and not the disconnection because of the social hierarchy and the social class that is implied. Frank
0: certainly was. Not a photojournalist, nor did he aspire to be one. He was very much a documentary photographer. And in some ways, you could say he was a founder of the documentary movement.
1: Andrew Lichtenstein teaches a course on documentary photography at the New School. He sees Frank's book as more than its powerful images. He sees it as a new language.
0: Certainly, almost every photographer has a photograph or photographs in the Americas that they always look to. I really like the funeral from South Carolina.
1: The photo shows a gathering of black men, decked out in their Sunday best suits, leaning against sedans in a field. It's an image that captures an uneasy feeling. There's a tension to the way these men are leaning against their cars. The body language of these mourners at a funeral is a posture that is waiting, and a posture that is getting tired of waiting for change. Their dark skin is contrasted with the overly bright white sky.
0: It captured this mood of waiting and and kind of anxiety. It's very clear that race and racial conflict is is one of the key, if not the key, elements of Frank's vision of America.
1: Many articles were written after Frank's death. In the Washington Post, Philip Kennicott wrote, the increasing enlargement of meaning in Frank's magnum opus continues even now, as the America he'd uncovered decades ago becomes more and more the America from which he cannot escape today. This article raised an interesting question. Are we still living in Frank's America? We thought we'd ask.
0: America in one picture? America in one picture, exactly. The Freedom Tower in Miami. I would have to say going inside like a party city and taking a photo of the shelves or something like that, just to show how disposable our country is
2: right now. A man in a suit going to an airport because everyone is always chasing something here, looking for more.
1: But maybe America can't be captured by a photo anymore.
2: Photography is so ubiquitous in today's world. And the camera is is an everyday tool for everybody. So I, I don't know. I don't know because we are so bombarded by images today. And social media has played a a very important role in revealing truth that maybe the mainstream media uh, doesn't want to. And with these riots and these racial um, incidents in the last years, I remember my students telling me that they knew through Facebook and images their colleagues and friends have posted on Facebook what was really going on. They mistrusted the press because they were not revealing the truth. So... I think we're living in a very different world in terms of images, very different from the 50s. And also, to be a photographer in the 50s, you needed to have some money because being a photographer back then, you needed chemicals to develop your work, you needed film, you needed equipment. I mean, uh, photography back then is not like now that you can take a picture with your phone. It It was not a cheap kind of trade, so not everybody could have a camera. But a camera back then as it is today, was a tool, a tool to comment about the world and to reveal inconvenient truths about the world.
1: In the digital age, we have multiple platforms available to explore and reveal those inconvenient truths. And our view of the world is itself fragmented and multifaceted. The medium of photography itself has lost its singular power. With the introduction of social media, a single image or even a book of images no longer has the power it once had. The aesthetic of Frank's The American still exists. Anguish is undeniable, but the way we capture it has changed. For WNSR, I'm Adina Karp.